0: I absolutely love this topic because it's going to change everything for you, from how you think about getting clients to how you grocery shop, so you can upgrade your business and life in incredible ways. This is the exact mindset shift you need to see an abundance of time, clients, money, the list goes on. Today, we dive deep to shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, so you can stop holding yourself back in ways you may not even realize and start getting more of what you want. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Tristan Sophia. Tristan coaches ambitious entrepreneurial women to remove the limiting beliefs blocking them from achieving the clarity and confidence needed to build their successful and sustainable business so they can create a life of prosperity, freedom, ease, and balance. Tristan, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hi. Thanks, Amanda. So, before we dive in, I would love to hear in your own words a little bit more about what it is that you do and why you do it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, my passion is coaching female entrepreneurs. And just like you said, especially in the online space. So, then. When they are not visible enough, they're not attracting their ideal clients, they're not making any income. So that is really my goal is to help them achieve that lasting confidence so they feel good enough to get visible, start getting clients, up-leveling their business, make that income. And my bigger vision beyond that, beyond helping people build their business is Once you have a successful and sustainable business, you can have an amazing life. I mean, the life that I have found that everyone I know dreams of, of having a lot of freedom, having a lot of flexibility, being able to make their own schedule, and definitely having the prosperity in terms of income that they dream of. So that's that's my bigger why beyond uh, helping people build their businesses.
0: Yes, I love that. And I can relate to that so much. I mean, that was a huge part of the reason that I ended up going off on my own and starting my own business. And I mean, years ago, it was you know freelance design work. And that was how I first dipped my toe into that kind of freedom and flexibility of owning my own business. And then transitioned into coaching because I loved helping the people behind the businesses and really, you know, helping them to reach that point where they have that freedom and flexibility, because that was what was so important to me in this journey. And I think, I mean, that's part of the reason that I'm so passionate about taking both life and business into consideration when like determining your own version of success. Because I think a lot of the times, what happens is we're either simply reaching, reaching, reaching for number goals and all of the things on the business side, or we're reaching, reaching, reaching for life goals and all the things on the life side. So that freedom of flexibility, or being able to chaperone at your kid's field trip, or take sick days when you need to and not need to call into a boss, or things like that. So I think all of that is like super important in considering what success actually looks like. So I love that you and I are so aligned in sort of helping other entrepreneurs to really reach that and to find what that means for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. I love how you describe, I mean, your own journey too. I found when I was writing up social media content for potential clients, I couldn't just limit it to, you know, let's create your successful business because I kept thinking beyond that. For my Mm -hmm. own self and and my clients, it it goes so much further beyond your successful business because it becomes this life that you truly love. So when I was writing my results, I would always have to say, we're going to do A, B, and C in your business. And then this is going to be created in your life. I always have to add that on. (laughs) Yep.
0: I love that so much because, I mean, they really do benefit each other and they affect each other. And when they're working well together, it becomes this almost like symbiotic relationship, right? Yeah. Where, you know, there's a little bit of, it's kind of this equal energy exchange between your life and your business, right? Like They kind of fuel each other to like really create this lifestyle that you love, right? And I think that's the goal there.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I, you know, for my clients, when I see them increase their confidence, it doesn't just help their business, it helps every aspect of their life.
0: Let's talk a little bit more about that. So, what would you say is the biggest mindset shift that's either made the biggest difference for you or your clients in your work?
1: The biggest shift for me and my clients that I've noticed is the shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. Ooh.
0: Okay. So let's (laughs) talk a little bit more about that because I think some people are super familiar with this concept and other people are like, what is she talking about?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because seriously, it was only a handful of years ago that I became aware of scarcity versus abundance. I remember years ago hearing oprah talk about abundance and I just didn't get what she was saying and a few years ago a mentor of mine started talking with me about scarcity and abundance and I just fell in love with the ideas behind it and the actions behind it and had it has changed my life it's changed my business and I love incorporating it into my coaching so basically in a nutshell What it is, is a philosophy and an approach to life. A lot of people, they hear scarcity and abundance, and they think it just has to do with money. But it actually is something, like I said, it's your approach to your life. And it includes every area of your life, like relationships, the job you choose, how you go after your goals, whether you go after your dreams, how you view and manage time. And I have found like again personally and with my clients that it's related to how you feel about your own worth. So that that's kind of it in a nutshell.
0: Oh, I love that so much. So can we kind of break it down for yeah. people because I think I- I know what you're talking about, but let's just see if we can get like a super simple definition of both scarcity and abundance so that people really can kind of cling to this idea and know before we get too in-depth on on these what it is exactly that we mean.
1: Yes. Perfect. Okay. So what resonates – best for me in terms of defining scarcity is that there will never be enough of anything. And for abundance, people have the attitude that there will always be enough of everything. The way I like to think about it is scarcity is a win-lose attitude and abundance is a win-win attitude.
0: Totally. I think this is one of those things that's easier to understand in examples. So I would love to kind of go deep with you on a few examples in this episode and sort of illustrate if we can how these two different mindsets can totally transform the way that you show up in your life and business.
1: Absolutely. So one way that I think of a lot that I've actually been talking about with clients recently (laughs) as a specific example of scarcity and abundance is how you view uh, food and eating. So a lot of people have a full pantry and they finish their plate and they think that there will never be enough. That's what's underneath them finishing their plate and having the full pantry. And abundance is that you don't have to finish your plate. You don't have to have a full pantry. That's like a really specific example in terms of food. A lot of times people with a scarcity mindset have a tendency to overeat. And people with abundance can feel satisfied with just enough. They know there's going to be more following their their meal they just had.
0: Yes, I love that example. That's such a great example, right? And then also, I love that you t- sort of touched on this example that we can all relate to because I think, I mean, we all know, we all have gone grocery shopping, right? We all know what it's like <laughs> to eat. Um, so I think that's super relatable. But I also think that that same idea kind of translates when we start to go into these business topics. And when we start to talk about getting clients or making money, I know that for me, it was a super interesting shift going from what was a full-time job with a set salary and knowing exactly how much I was going to make each and every year to a variable income. right? And I think a lot of times people kind of freak out because they're like, oh, well, I loved like I loved being reassured that like, quote unquote, no matter what, I was going to make that amount of money, which I mean, there's a whole lot of mind stuff, mindset stuff under there, too, because I mean, full time jobs aren't always sure things. So regardless, but shifting to a variable income and A business like my own business model where I was responsible for creating the money. What I found was I was actually able to spend money a lot easier because I knew that there wasn't necessarily a cap on how much I could make, right? So when you know that you only have so much and you're only bringing in X amount of dollars in your full time job, I think you're a lot more hesitant to spend money because you're like well you know there's no more coming through the door whereas moving into a variable income I was the one responsible for creating that income and that was a huge mindset shift because I w- I didn't have as much trouble investing in things anymore that were going to help either my life or my business right because I knew I would see a return on that and I also knew that I could recreate that, right? I could create those same sort of results. So it was definitely more of an abundant mindset because I was like, well, there's always more out there. I can always get more of this, right? So I know that that specifically is one way that that sort of like scarcity versus abundance mindset has shown up in my own life.
1: Absolutely. That's the perfect example. And I think related to that is the belief at least when I started and when my clients are starting their business and even ones who have been in the business for a while, sometimes people have the idea that there's a limited number of clients out there. And if your colleague gets 10 clients, then that's 10 clients you're not going to get. So that's the scarcity way of looking at it. And the abundance way of looking at it is that there are billions of people in the world and there's actually enough clients for all of us.
0: Right. And I think, I mean, one of the things that helped me shift my mindset around that was actually looking at the numbers, right? Because I think sometimes we have this tendency to make up stories in our head, like, Oh my gosh. So and so got 30 clients. That must mean there's none left for me. <laughs> right. But in, <laughs> but in actuality, like, it, okay. So there are like, n- like how many people? I don't even know. Right. I, this is one of those things where I should probably have statistics, right? millions of people out there, right, that are potentially your ideal client. And I think like 30 is a drop in the bucket, you know? So when you think of it in that respect, like, yeah, they can have their 30 and you can have your 30. And honestly, there's like... We've had I've shared clients with other people before where like I was a good fit for one part of the project and then I've passed them off to someone else for different design work like that definitely happened in the beginning of my career. Like I think that, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not the same person either, you know, so I think that when you start thinking of it from this aspect of like, there's plenty to go around and you don't necessarily make it mean something that it doesn't, you can show up in a new way and you can be like, that's fine. It's great that they, their business is succeeding. That's only evidence of what is possible for me instead of being like, oh my gosh, they like, I can't possibly get
1: clients. They took them all. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, underneath, The scarcity mindset is fear, which is what you were just talking about, Um, fear that those people took my clients, I don't have any left for me. And the way I see that affect my clients is that they are living in that comparison trap of comparing themselves with others, they want to try to speak to everyone, instead of their ideal client, because they feel like they have to attract everyone because there's a limited amount of people. And ultimately what that does is that they, you know, as we all know, you try to speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And when they're comparing themselves and thinking they're making decisions based on fear, it totally limits their visibility and then they don't get clients. And it depends on what attitude you have, a scarcity or abundance, how you're going to address, you know, the ups and downs in your business. Which we all have. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And when you're coming from that fear and comparison and scarcity mindset, you know, a lot of times I've done this. I've thought, oh my God, everyone else knows what they're doing. Everyone else is being successful. And, and it's actually not true. It's actually not true. And switching from the scarcity to abundance mindset can change everything. Oh, I love that. If
0: you're feeling like there's never enough, whether that be money, clients, time, the list goes on, and are looking to make a shift so you can start seeing more than enough in your life and business, let's set up a time to chat. One of my absolute favorite things is helping creatives and entrepreneurs break through the mindset blocks that are holding them back so they can create more abundance in their life and business. On this free Simplifying Success coaching call, we'll talk about the challenges you're facing and find the one simple shift that's specific to you so you can start getting more of what you want. Head over to Amandadunley.com slash free call to book. I do three of these each week, so get over there and book yours today. So let's see, we've talked about how it could show up in like food and eating, and we've talked about money and clients and how that can show up. Can you think of any other examples that kind of illustrate this really well?
1: Well, I love what you were saying in the beginning. I know it's the large issue of money, but literally being able to invest in your business, invest in courses, invest in a certificate program, invest in another coach when you have that abundance mindset, that will skyrocket your business. So those specific things can literally change your business overnight.
0: Totally. And I think a lot of times what comes up for my clients is, or even just like potential clients is this idea of investing versus spending, right? So I think a lot of times when we think of Spending, it's, you know, this thing that we want, but we have to save up for it. And then we're going to exchange money for it, but then we're not going to have that money anymore. Right. So it's kind of like this set exchange. But I think when we think of investing, like what you're talking about, investing in courses or investing in coaching, we're talking about an investment. Right. So we're talking about something where you pay money in and you see. Hopefully, a larger return on it, right? And I think sometimes there's, you know, additional work that has to go into that. Like if you're hiring a coach, you have to show up, you have to do the work, you have to work on your own limiting beliefs and your own limitations. And it isn't just like a sit back and relax. If you purchase a course, you have to actually download the course. You can't just let it sit in a folder. You have to take action, you have to do what's recommended in that course in order to see that results. But what I like to point out there is when you're investing, it's not just a set amount of money and then it's gone, right? You're investing in your future. You're investing in future results. You're investing in this added benefit. And I think that only contributes to that abundance mindset because when you realize that you're spending money so that you can create more of it, it totally shifts your point of view from just being like, okay, I'm spending it. It's gone. I'm in this scarcity mindset. I'm not going to have it anymore into this abundance mindset of I'm investing, I'm creating, I am responsible for the results that I'm creating in my life.
1: And it's going to come back to you because there's an abundance yes. supply. There's not a limited supply of money. And, you know, one thing that I came to understand is that money is just an energetic exchange. And when I realized that, it helped me change my attitude towards money and investing in myself. I know when I first started, my scarcity mindset told me that I only had myself to rely upon. And I thought I could do all of this myself and I didn't need to hire anyone. And opening up to being guided by others as well as the universe has helped me up-level my business and helped me coach my clients to a higher level themselves. Mm,
0: I love that. Can you give me a specific example of how that's shown up for you?
1: Okay, so my example, when I think about my Facebook group that I have, and I look at other groups that are led by coaches, a lot of times people don't want to allow members to promote themselves in their group. And Mm. coming from my past scarcity mindset, I totally understand that. But I have learned that that is coming from not only comparison and fear, but that idea again, that there's a limited number of clients out there for us. And if somebody gets five clients, that's gonna be five clients I don't get. So I decided, even though I wasn't a 100% behind this idea, I knew that the way to embrace an abundance mindset with my Facebook group specifically was to allow members to promote themselves even when I was, I mean, I'm still building my group. I probably always will be, but I'm talking like when I had 20 members, I made the decision that I was going to embrace the abundance mindset and allow members to promote, you know, they give value and they are, they can promote themselves. They can promote their coaching. They can promote their own groups. And I feel really good about that because I will go into other groups and there's these hard and fast rules that you cannot promote yourself at all. And I always feel a little bit proud that I embraced the abundance mindset with my Facebook group, even though I was a little bit scared to do it.
0: Right, and I think what you're talking about there is kind of tipping the scale, right? So I think a lot of times when we're embracing these new beliefs and we're like not quite ready to latch onto them yet, we, we're we like super hesitant. We're like, okay, I know this is something that I really wanna believe, but I'm just not there yet. And I think sometimes we have to kind of like nudge ourselves off the proverbial cliff there, right? Yeah. So when you said like, I wasn't like 100% on board yet, but I knew that this was something that was gonna help me to cultivate that mindset and to get completely on board and get 100% behind it. I think a lot of times that's what has to happen. You don't have to be like 110% sure before you can take actions that are in support of what you want, right? You can be like 80% there and it can still feel new and scary, but you can get there anyway. And I love that example because I think that's really great at illustrating that and also just practicing what you preach, right? It's one thing to say like, yes, an abundant mindset, like there's plenty out there. But what you're talking about is a very specific example of how that's shown up for you and actually... Like doing it, right? You're doing the work in your own life. And I think that's, you know, it's so important. So I love that you're doing that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I really (laughs) make an effort in my group to be honest and show what I'm going through and what I've struggled with in the past. And I really want to show my members that. I'm not coming from this place of, hey, just do it. It'll be okay. But that I've been where you are. This is what I did. And this is where I'm at now. You can actually do this. And I completely support you in doing that. And I think, you know, behind that, I love how you said, you know, it's like be 80% ready and then jump into it. And I think embracing the abundance mindset includes letting go of trying to control Everything and getting outside of our comfort zone and, and taking those regular risks. I mean, that was a risk for me when I had 20 members in my group and I'm like, okay, you guys can promote your own group. (laughs) You know, it's a little bit scary, but I'm like, nope, I'm, I am not going to go back to the scarcity mindset. I'm going to jump into this and let go of, you know, controlling the results.
0: And I think what's so important there is that this isn't a decision that it's kind of like once and done, right? This is the mindset work that you have to do over and over and over again, right? Yeah, because you could be like, yeah, I'm I'm totally in an abundance mindset. Look, I'm letting people promote my group. I'm once and done, right? But that's not that's not how mindset works, right? Right. So these are these are things that we have to reevaluate we have to remind ourselves over and over again and that's how we uplevel our mindset is by doing that work and coming at all of those situations and really observing our thoughts in different situations so maybe one day it's food and maybe the next day it's clients and maybe the next day it's money but this is how you do the work right this is how you level and this is how you practice what you preach and actually show up in that abundance mindset is you don't just do it once and say you're done. You do it over and over again.
1: Exactly. And You're reminding me that the abundance mindset is one of realizing that situations are fluid. They're not the one and done, like the scarcity mindset, but they're, they're ever-changing just like entrepreneurial life and embracing... Mm. The fact that that is true, it's only helped me and my business and it's only helped my clients as well because situations are never one and done.
0: Right? Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Definitely true and even more true in entrepreneurship. Yeah. (laughs) So if people are ready to step into this kind of abundance mindset and sort of change some of those beliefs that have been holding them back into that kind of scarcity mindset. What are some action steps you have for them, whether that be like journal prompts or anything that can kind of move them forward into stepping into this new belief system?
1: Yeah. So while I usually work with my clients on changing their limiting beliefs, it's not like entirely necessary to go back to when you were five and figure out the root cause of your scarcity mindset. It was helpful for me, but I would say for a couple clients, they actually don't have to go back that far. It can be helpful, but it's mm-hmm. not entirely necessary. So I would say that could be one step is going back looking what beliefs do I have and where did they start? Is it helpful to go back to the beginning? Incorporating mindfulness is really helpful. And what I mean by that is just, you can start doing a meditation practice. You can—you don't even have to do that. Sometimes when I used to hear the word meditation, I would just freak out. So really <laughs> just like trying to become more present focused Pay attention to when you are in the past or you're in the future and come back to the present moment. And that can be as simple as focusing on your breathing for four breaths. That's the easiest way to do that. Pay attention to the words you use. I always find it really interesting to pay attention to the words that my close friends and family use. You know, are they fear-based or are they abundance-based?
0: I love that. I think those are such great examples of how to be more mindful and how to really pay attention to those beliefs. Because I think a lot of times, unless you're paying really close attention to your thoughts, you might not even be aware that they're there. So this is the kind of work that you do where you pay attention. Okay. Like what are the words that are coming out of my mouth? Cause if, if you're speaking them, they're definitely there. Right. Yeah. And then also looking at the thoughts, right? So if you're thinking, you know, there's never going to be enough, I'm never going to hit those numbers. However, that kind of scarcity mindset might be showing up for you, just examining those thoughts and really looking at whether that's what you want to believe and whether that's actually having the results in your life that you want or if that shift by shifting that belief you would see more of the results that you want.
1: And I think if someone is new to this awareness and practice what helped for me especially in the beginning is actually doing the opposite of what I normally would do or what my head was telling me to do and <laughs> So by that, I mean, I used to get annoyed when people would say, you know, I'd say, oh no, this situation is happening in my life. It's so horrible. And they'd be like, well, you know, let's see, where could you be grateful for that? And I would just roll my eyes. But actually I've learned (laughs) over time that I don't have to, like you and I have talked about 100% be behind, okay, I'm totally into this gratitude and appreciation practice, I actually can just start writing a gratitude list of what I have right now, what I'm grateful for. And actually the gratitude comes from doing that action. So I highly recommend just, you know, you're in a bad place, you're in a scarcity or fear mindset, get out a piece of paper and write down seven things that you're grateful for in the moment. And even though you're not feeling it, just do it. So that was kind of like an opposite thing. Like, I don't feel it, but I'm going to do this thing that I know is helpful for me, even though my heart isn't in it. Usually the heart would follow. Yes,
0: exactly. And that's like 80% there, yeah. right? It's <laughs> like you can you can go through the motions even if you're not quite there yet. And that's kind of where you tip the scale. And that's where you know those beliefs start showing up. I had a mentor. Um, you reminded me that had said at one point, she said, it's really hard for gratitude and fear to coexist. And I think that's super, I mean, it's true. And it's super interesting. I mean, one of the things I love most about my business is it gives me the freedom and flexibility to go for a run um, basically whenever I want, right? Usually it's part of my morning routine. But, you know, it doesn't always have to be. And that's, you know, that's part of the beauty of it is that it's up to me. But I think, you know, there are some times when I'm going for a run in the middle of the day where that fear starts to creep in and it's like, ah, uh, will emails come through that need to be answered? Is anyone going to miss me? Are they going to realize that I'm gone? Like, is there something? Should I be working on my business? Should I be marketing more? Am I re- going to regret in three months that I'm not doing this? You know, like that constant mental stream of fear, right? And when I shift that and I'm like, I am so grateful that my business allows me to go for a midday run. I am so grateful that, you know, running around the lake isn't crowded right now because I'm the only person here and I don't have to, you know, watch out for babies and dogs and all (laughs) these other things that would make it harder for me to run. You know, I am so grateful that the weather is gorgeous today and this is perfect running weather. So do you see how that kind of Illustrates and shifts those beliefs from that kind of fear mentality into that gratefulness. And I, I mean, I want to point out that this all connects, right? That the scarcity mentality is based in fear, and that the abundance mentality is based in gratitude and abundance and having, you know, having of the things, right? Right. (laughs) Having everything you need and knowing that like there's always more where that came from.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that just, that reminded me of that.
1: <laughs> uh, absolutely. And I love, um, you know, Gabby Bernstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back. I use that phrase all the time. And I think that is at the crux of the abundance mindset is that the universe has our back. We are not in this by ourselves. The universe has our best interests at heart. And we do not have to figure everything out by ourselves. We do not have to do everything by ourselves. We are being guided and the abundance mindset is one of opening ourselves up to that guidance and allowing the universe to give us what it wants to give us instead of us thinking, you know, like when, when you're running, Oh my God. There's emails being sent that I'm not answering. You know, <laughs> it's, it's all going to be okay. We're being taken care of actually is at the crux of the abundance mindset.
0: Yes. I love that. So on that note, if people loved what they heard from you today, where can they find you?
1: So I have a wonderful Facebook group for female entrepreneurs. It's called the confident and successful entrepreneur. And I also have an amazing website that just launched a couple weeks ago. And that is dr Awesome.
0: Okay. Well, listeners, definitely go check her out there. And thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much, Amanda, for having me on. I love this topic and I love your podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. My guest today is Tristan Sophia. Tristan coaches ambitious entrepreneurial women to remove the limiting beliefs blocking them from achieving clarity and confidence needed to build the successful and sustainable businesses. Hold on. I'm going to reread it. This usually takes me a few takes.
1: Yeah, I understand. My (laughs) –